Hey, Sean, is that you? It's me from Georgia. How are you? (laughs) I'm fantastic. How are you? Fair to Midland, pretty good. It's still hot, but it's it's only 82 instead of 94, so that's better. But Sean, it's hot. I know, it's hot. It's hot. And in my car, you know what it is? It's hot. It's hot. It's hot. I've been watching too much Letter Kenny. I think that's part oh, of my problem with the way I'm saying things the, today. The whiny voice. Oh my God. Such a good show. Anyway, well, okay. So just a quick update because I know, you know, you texted me like three or four times since I the know. last time we talked to asking me it's about relentless. about my job. Um, yeah. So the potato ice screener, right. uh, I, I did pretty well, but you know, I find myself in another situation where I got fired. And, you know, with NASA, I, I get it. Right. I, I get it. Because, I mean, I know math. I but, value you know, I value the degree from I, what was it? the Fighting Wombats you. of the Fighting Wombats. National. Of, Go Wombats. Yes. Um, but with a potato eye screening, I, I wasn't fast enough. Oh. I was getting really detailed. And then when I saw issues, they caught me one time. I was really tired and I might've had a few drinks, but I was trying to talk to the potato about its eye health and eye care. Oh. Um, and then I pulled my glasses out of my purse and then I started taking selfies with the potato wearing my glass and they fired me. Oh. Um, Quotas but, need to be met, man. It's production. I know. It's all about production. I know. But Josh Palmer and Associates LLC gave me another opportunity Really? And this one, I'm like, how can I mess up this one? Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. A toothpick sharpener. <gasps> wow. I, I am not, so excited. I was not aware that there was a plethora of toothpicks that needed sharpening. Uh, yes. Thus necessitating now, a person to hold the job of right. toothpick sharpener. Who would have thunk it? And I so I, I haven't gone through my training yet. I'm hoping it doesn't involve a whittle situation. Oh, okay. Um, because, I mean... If it does, get some overalls and do it while you're sitting on your front porch (laughs) with your dogs right next to you while you're rocking back and forth. Can I put some dip in my lip? Okay. All right. How how many have you got done today, Janet? Oh, I think I I got about four or five done. All right. Well, just keep going. All right. We'll keep going. Just got to perfect that draw. And, you know. Them dogs keeps barking. And them yep. neighbors keeps a wanting to stop by to visit. That's right. And them them beans needs a snapping. I you know, Woo! I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. All right. Um hopefully All right. injure myself. Well toothpicks anyway. need to be sharpened. Mm-hmm. Lots of toothpaste need ticks lots of toothpicks. <laughs> I can't say that. Lots of toothpaste need sharpening. <laughs> so we need to review movies so you can because mm-hmm. we don't want we don't want to be fired again we don't want to be fired again no, no. i've got bills we need, so we need to hang on to this for as long as we can so okay. anyway I'm well, welcome everyone we are got another great episode of should i watch that uh we're gonna do something a little bit different this podcast we're gonna do more movies than we typically do because <gasps> we got a maybe it's a unique package of things that we're reviewing today we're not sure but <laughs> um but uh uh, please continue to email us. You can email us at should I watch that two one at gmail.com. We're on the Instagram, the Facebook, the Twitters, everything in the world. We're there. Um, We're there waiting for you. Waiting for you to respond. Um, to show up. Engagement on the Facebook page. We love it. Thank you very much. We love it. Retweet yep. us, tweet us, email us, everything. Let us know. We've uh, uh, had really good responses to a lot of our podcasts and we appreciate it. Um, 
and we are we 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 do have a new release uh, this week, but we're also uh, we're going back to the well again, Jenny. <laughs> Or glutton for punishment. What is it? The definition of insanity is going back and forth, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. Expecting so. a different result. Yeah. But so we, but we got we got uh, some movies from Netflix that we're going to review. We got something from mm-hmm. Amazon, and we got mm-hmm. something to in the theaters that we're going to release. So we got a nice little mixed bag of stuff going on. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> we've got some better results than we had in the past. <laughs> All we can do so is we- hope. We said so we took a bag, we put stuff in it, and yes. we mixed it around like a salad. And right. here's what's going to happen. Here's what's going to happen. Now, here's but you know, happen. even even if they do suck, uh, at least we're saving people time. So right, and that's the point, right? That's why we're here. That's that why has we're here. always been her focus. That's the reason serving okay. the public. So. The first okay. movie we are going to review is we're going back to Netflix again. We're trusting. If if you're a frequent listener of our podcast, you know we've been burned and burned <laughs> and burned and burned and burned. Oh, look, there's a good one. And burned and burned and burned and burned and burned. And burned. Netflix original stuff. Um, and this one we're going to review first. Good people in it. Gunpowder milkshake. Gunpowder milkshake. And milkshake. it's got stars aplenty. Stars yes. aplenty. Yes. A plethora um, of stars. Another if you one will. of these, another one of these movies. It looks like I think Netflix has got some cash and some bucks to throw at some actresses mm-hmm. to bring them in there. We've got Kara uh, Gillian is in it. Mm-hmm. Or is it Gillian or Jillian? Um, I go Gillian because if okay. I say Jillian, it sounds like Jillian Anderson, which I don't yes. think is right. So I'm going to go Gillian. Um, and if I may, go ahead. Uh, I first met her on the small screen. Yes. As Amelia Pond. Oh, yes. In Doctor Who. Yes. She was the best companion. Preach. I'm going to put it out there. Agreed. Best agreed, companion. Agreed. We do not agree on Con Air. <laughs> we do agree but. on this. She, her the, the seasons with her as the companion of Doctor Who were my favorite of the new iteration of Doctor Who. Uh, easily. Yes. She was. Easily. She's a button, as you say. She is a she's button. She's a Freaking buttons, what she and, is, and even her boyfriend Rory grew, uh-huh. grew on me after a while. He was he was annoying at first, but uh, yes. they had some of the best storylines with her. Uh, and and it turns out she has a pretty special place in the Doctor Who universe. In case you've never watched it and you think you're going to watch it, I'm not going to review re- reveal exactly what they did with that character, but it was pretty freaking cool. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I miss her on that show. Um, the other, the other one I really liked on that show was the uh, the one that was only on there for one season. And God, I'm I'm not thinking about it. You threw a Doctor Who and it spun <laughs> me out. Who was the redhead that was only on there one season? Again, that was the funny uh, one. She was with uh, the first, the second iteration of Doctor. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm not doing that again. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Anyway. And uh, and more recently, uh, uh, Karen uh, Gillian was in the Avengers movie. She was mm-hmm. she played. Uh, uh, character in Guardians of the Galaxy and a pretty important character uh, when all was said and done uh, in that universe. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Lena Headley or Hetty, rather. It's Hetty, right? Uh, there's no L, so I'm going to assume no Hetty or Hetty, but Hedy. I'm not sure. Best known for being one of the biggest bitches on TV that's ever been. <laughs> that would be uh, Cersei Lannister for oh, those of, of you Thrones. who watched 
the Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, I also really enjoyed her in a series that was on a few years back, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Oh, yeah. She played Sarah mm-hmm. Connor, right? Yep. She was yeah. Sarah Connor. Um, she was in The Purge. I had forgotten about that. The yeah. original Purge with Ethan Hawke, the only good right. one. I said it. Um, and then 300. <laughs> 300. Uh, <laughs> I remember from 300, yes. Yeah. 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 She was good. Um, yeah. Another big All name. All the women in the room are like, I'll bet you remember her from the three. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um, hey, even I remember her. Yeah, from well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Carla Gugino is in this as well. And yeah. she's not like a huge, you know, headliner, but she has done so much. Like the Haunting of Bly Manor, the Haunting of Hill House, two yeah. big successes for Netflix. Thank you very much. Um uh, she was in San Andreas with The Rock. Yep. Do you remember that one? And they're making a San Andreas dose. I'm assuming mm-hmm. there's going to be another earthquake. Um, she was in Jet, <laughs> which was a, <laughs> a series. I haven't seen that one yet. So good. Um, in Gerald's Game, the book was better. I said it again. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie. I did uh, right there. You're right. She she's one of those. She is one of those actresses that every time I see her. She, I, she's was she in the first season of Spin City? Was that her with Michael J. Fox? Uh, I, I never watched remember. Spin City. Anyway, uh, she's always she is one of those actresses that again she's a button as you say, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. she just always makes me grin every time yes. I see her in a movie. She just always makes me smile. I, she whatever she does, she always does well. Yes, and uh, who's and our other big one was there was two other big ones, uh, Michelle yes. Ye. Yoi. Yo, ye. I, I don't know how Yo. to pronounce it. Couching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is her big one, yes. I think, was she, was she was in it, yeah. Um, she was also in a very cute, heartwarming, can't believe I'm saying this, movie um, <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with Khaleesi. Uh, it's called Last Christmas. Oh, yeah. I yeah, very that. cute. Um, she it. was in Crazy Rich Asians. And she's also going to be in the Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings that I'd never heard of. That's apparently a thing. Yeah, so. one of the next Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And then Angela Bassett sort of rounds out the big five that are in it. Um, and, of course, she's mm-hmm. well known for what's love got to do with playing Tina Turner, amongst a, a score of other things. Yes. All right. Um, so and, and, go, go ahead. And I, I want to give it to the one guy that sort of stood out who's not my favorite actor, but uh-huh. that's not, doesn't mean he's a bad actor. Um, that's Paul Giamatti. Yeah. I like um, Paul Giamatti. A lot of stuff. I, mm, and, uh, but I remember him from Sideways, and I hated the movie. So maybe that's why he <laughs> yeah. st- stuck with the hate. Um, Apologies to my sister who's probably listening to this podcast who really likes Sideways a lot. (laughs) My deepest apologies. I hope we can still be friends. Um, And he's also he was also in San Andreas. Yeah, yeah, and it's supposed to be in Jungle Cruise that's coming out too. I didn't realize that. Yeah, and Paul Giamatti actually. I'm going to be mentioning him shortly in a in a mm. in another movie that's sort of like Gunpowder Milkshake. But anyway, okay. So. I saw a preview for this movie. Uh, it's another one of those sort of, I would say, tentpole Netflix's release. They, that's, I, I'm sure anybody that's got Netflix, at one point you saw that splashed on your screen when you opened mm-hmm. up the app because mm-hmm. they were pushing it for a while. And for a while it was in the, oh, number one in the U.S. or number 10 movie streaming. So when it first came out, it I think it got some he- headway. Um, it is an action movie. It's marketing itself, I think, as uber action gun movie with girl power. 
Mm-hmm. Hopefully I'm not being too simplistic or <laughs> offending anybody no, by no, saying no. that, but that's what they're going for. Well, because when I saw the preview, I, I saw all the big names and the faces and I was like, what could go wrong with this? Exactly. Girls kicking ass. With like guns, profession- a, guns, with guns plenty. A, guns a blazing. Right. Kicks a flying, punches a. Fl- I mean, I, I was like, mm. where can we go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? What, what could possibly not be brilliant Something tells about me this? you asking that question <laughs> makes me think that some things did go wrong. Oh, okay. Well, so, so what's it about, Sean? Tell me. Well, that's one of the problems, Janet. <laughs> um, okay. The, there is a loose structure. There's a, there's a structure in the movie that where they define things like a group of people called the firm. Mm-hmm. And there is a place called the library. <laughs> and there are assassins, female assassins that operate out of the library that is not controlled by the firm. I think the fact that I'm asking questions is one of the negatives of the movie is there is some sort of central meeting place. That's just referred to as the diner, the diner yeah, where there are rules in place on what, whether you're allowed to hold weapons or carry weapons while you're in the diner. And it seems Mm -hmm. to be a meeting place for, people of the firm and people of assassins and people that the assassins might want to kill. And it seemed to be agreed upon that the diner is a central meeting point where people can meet. And you start off seeing the, the uh, uh, Cersei Lannister there uh, Uh play Scarlet and Scarlet is the mother of Sam, who is Karen's character. And they, and you start out in the diner with them two sharing a milkshake and something happens and, she Scarlet has to leave, and the setup of the movie is she she leaves for reasons. I don't uh-huh. know how much a plot we're going to go into. Uh-huh. And Sam Karen's Karen Gillian's Gillian's character never sees her again, or doesn't see her again for many 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 years. And she grows up in the life as well, being an assassin. Um, uh-huh. And the you know the bones of the movie are uh, them reuniting, getting in a predicament. And then having to fight their way out against scores and scores and scores of suit laden goons that speak other, you know, Russian accents and things like that. Yes. Against all odds. Against all odds. Shall they uh, emerge victorious? Who knows? So, you know. That's I, kind of the bones. I mean, you got anything that that, that I missed there? In terms of- well, so I, I am. I, I sense as I watch your face across mm-hmm. the miles on my screen that perhaps you have some of the concerns that I have. Um, it, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it was it, close. It it, it, it was kind of close. It it could have been there it could have gotten to that place somewhere in a boardroom there was people that said what makes a really good action movie and and then they said oh these these things and then somebody said okay yeah and that's it and they're like well yeah no that's (laughs) not it because as as a question that you have so skillfully asked many many times We've been down this road before, people. Yes, how, how are you going to distinguish yourself? What are you going to do different? How is this going to be different from any other right. 
ass-kicking, fight-your-way-through-the-hordes-of-bad-guys-to-triumph-in-the-end right. kind of movie. And it had potential, okay? It, it really had potential. It had potential. I smell what, a sequel. I don't know if they're going to do it or not. Oh, but I, oh, I actually, my notes say already working on a squeakle. Yeah, yeah. So I probably read that somewhere along the way. Um, and they left it wide open. Right. As they did. As uh, they do with quotation marks. Um, but my, my problem was that the storyline was disjointed. Like you mentioned with a capital D. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Might as well just capitalize the whole word. Yes, disjointed. Yes. Um, but I felt like I was on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. So I'm slow, slow, slow fight, 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 fight. And it slows down a little bit. And then there's fight, 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 fight. Right. And then it's like, and I, I need, nay, demand mm-hmm. a little bit more consistency right. with my movies. And there was so much downtime that I will admit freely to you in the world that I tried to focus and sit through it twice. Wow. And I, and I kept just because squirrel shiny object yeah um how many times did you check your phone when you were watching it oh multiple <laughs> multiple and but then like but then i would be like oh oh crap they're fighting now maybe I oh, should, yeah, you know. yeah oh who's that person exactly and it's not that karen right. did a poor job with her acting or the scenes yeah or the fights, the fight scenes were were fine. Now the big penultimate end of the movie, right. blah blah blah, big fight scene was very impressive yeah. on a few levels. You know, it right. was stuff I'd never seen before, kind of. Right. Um. The sets were H- unique. H- some H- of the sets were unique. Some some uh, of the sets were unique. I mean, it was. Yeah. That neon lights, they they they, they yeah. tried to do, yeah. and um, they 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 tried to do some stuff with, like, like there was a doctor's office that was sort of clean and pristine, and they juxtaposed that with, you know, sort of a a, a scene with with in an you know in a uh, in a car garage, and there was an analog. They they tried to put the bones of the movie around the fact that. Karen, uh, Karen's character, Sam was abandoned. She gets, um, she gets to the point where she has to take care of a kid and by cracky, she's not going to abandon this kid as she was abandoned. And, and that's what they're, that's what they're kind of sort of going for. But, uh, there's, there's, there's movies that, but they never explained who the firm were at at most. Uh You saw a a group of suit laden old men that just sat in a room and looked were silent the whole time. Uh Um, you, you have, uh, you know, sometimes at the beginning of the movie, I was like, okay, well, they, they, they've got some spaghetti Western music in there. I was kind of mm-hmm. digging that, you know, that was interesting. They overuse slow-mo. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way too much. A whole lot of diving through the air while we're shooting our guns and, you know, with, with looks of determination on our face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, a whole lot of uh, chain gun. Oh, look, all those bullets that are dumping out of that gun, all the bullet casings and things like that. Um, Dropping in slow-mo. From the- but, there's, but, you know, and I, and I don't want a whole lot. I don't need a whole lot of exposition, but I need to know who the firm is. I need to know why the diner is so significant. I need to know. Okay, there's these people in the library, but I don't really know. Are they just hired by the firm? Are they controlled by the firm? You can't just say, oh, look, it's really funny and neat that if you pull out this title and open it up, it's got a certain type of gun contained, you know, contained yeah. within it. I mean, it's you got to have something beyond just that cool hook. And why was it all women for the library? Well, I mean, were they pissed off at the guys? And they were just like, no, no, we're going to do it our way. Hashtag feminism or something. Yeah, I mean, that's what it, that, that's what it was. I mean, it, it, it's, it's a, it's a, I don't want to call it a message movie, but they're just trying to do something different with all female characters because yeah. they think that's a different enough hook. Cause we think we've been down this road 700 times with dudes. So let's do it with, let's do it with women. So, I mean, it was, I mean, if I was, it was, it was about 35% away from being passable to me. I mean, there was some bones in it that were okay. It's just, you know, I, w- I watched it with my wife and she was like, this is dumb. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, and I mean, what is, what did you think about the scene in the doctor's office with, with her and the duct tape and the, and I mean, it seems like, so silly to me. It just seems it was, silly. It was, it was comedic almost like yeah. it, but it's like it wanted to be a little comedic. Well, sure. I mean, everybody's one guys are goofed up on ether and she's kind of paralyzed, semi paralyzed or something. Yeah. Like I, I feel like if it had been a different character. Yeah. I, and I, I apologize to women across the world for saying this. I think if it had been a guy doing that, I might've bought it a little easier yeah. and I don't know why. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was s- s- silly. I something's missing. That's all so, I can yeah, say. There, there's there's or like I, there's, there's two and a half. Something's missing. Um, yeah. But you know, you know, it, this is not high praise. Indeed, I will say it's better than prob. You know, than several of the Netflix things that we've seen <laughs> so far. But you know, that's like saying. I don't know. White bread's better than a poop sandwich. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> you you got to go. You got to aim the bar a little bit higher. Just, apologies, I just started. <laughs> I have never heard that before. <laughs> well, I just made it up. Is, is that what y'all say down in Georgia? It's, I'm from Georgia, man. I'm from Georgia. Yeah, it's just. Oh, my God. That was great. Okay. It's, anyway. It's, mm. I mean, okay, so uh, movies that have done it better. Okay. These are movies that have done it better. All right. Mm-hmm. That I think are going down the same pike. I think Kill Bill did it better. Oh my God. I, my notes say felt a little Kill Bill. Yeah. But Kill Bill did it better, did it. But, but that's just the Quentin Tarantino little thing that he does. That, yeah. I mean, he, he, he can push it over to a level of r- ridiculousness that makes it seem like a better film or something. And, and I'm, I'm, maybe I'm not gifted enough of a film reviewer yet to be able to tell you what exactly it is. But I look at Kill Bill, I look at Desperado with Antonio Banderas and Selma mm-hmm. Hayek, and even Hardcore Henry, if you've ever watched that, which can give you motion sickness like nobody's business. 
um, uh-huh. because it's all done from first person perspective. And there's another one, the one I was talking about with Paul Giamani. There's one called Shoot 'em Up, um, which is I haven't seen that. Oh, it is ridiculous. the 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 gun <laughs> action that is in that movie is just ridiculous. It's got uh, Monica. I think her name is Bellucci. She was yes, the, yes, yes. Uh-huh. She was the Merovingian's, I think, uh, mm-hmm. estranged girlfriend. girlfriend. <laughs> she's strange she, or, or pissed off girlfriend, I guess. Yeah. Um, in Matrix, but uh, she's in it, and it's just it's gun action turned up to eleven, and then it's it, I mean it's silly. At one point, a guy is like shooting a. They did it on MythBusters. He's mm-hmm. shooting one of those uh, uh, merry-go-round things that used to be in playgrounds. Yeah. And he's shooting it with his gun to keep it spinning. So assassins can't shoot somebody. I mean, it's just silly. It's just, silly. Oh, please. but it's, it, but it, but again, it, it, it went for it so much that when you're watching it, you have a stupid look grin on your face going, Oh man, this is so dumb, but it's fun. So. All right. Kill Bill, the tall blonde. Who's not Daryl Hannah. Uh huh. Uma Thurman. Thank you. Okay. If Uma Thurman had been in the dentist scene, I would yeah. have bought it completely. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because there was stuff in Kill Bill is similar to that. Like uh, you know, right. when she gets out of the hospital, that scene, and she gets <laughs> she steals the keys, and just yes. trying to drive yes. to the yes p wagon. Um, there, there are things like <laughs> there are things like that. Like if if I had seen that same situation in a Tarantino movie, I would have bought it. So was do you think it's good enough? If they do do a sequel, are you going to be intrigued enough to give it a spin? just out of our I, love of Amy Pond. <laughs> I doctor, um I pro- I probably would just out of curiosity. Yeah. But okay. it's not like, oh my god, the fourth Let's, John Wick is coming out as yeah. you know, it's nothing. I'm canceling like my plans on Friday cuz it's dropping <laughs> just, on Friday to watch this. Movie. Just to go watch it. All right. I, the only a little piece of interesting trivia, if anyone's interested. Yeah, let's go for uh, it. We need something about this movie. We need that's something. Um, <laughs> and, and and I actually googled why is it called Gunpowder Milkshake? Well, um, they shared a milkshake because they shared a milkshake, and I think she mentions how milkshakes are her favorite. Right. Um, but I, so all I could figure is she likes milkshakes, and there are a lot of guns. Therefore, we named it. But when it was released in France, it was released as Bloody Milkshake. And I almost like that better. Well, yeah. Is it strawberry or is it bloody? Who knows? I don't. Well, yeah. But I think the milkshakes she kept getting were vanilla. Exactly. So explain that. Anyway. (sighs) But yeah, it's totally set up for a sequel, folks. I mean, if uh, it's an hour and 54 minutes, I'd say it's about at least 17 minutes too long <laughs> too long too i would even push 20 minutes too long yeah if, you know yeah i'm that girl but um it's it needs a little bit of a lot of things to <laughs> to, to, to to make it passable to me so anyway well netflix darn it janet i'm gonna ask you gunpowder milkshake with our friend amy pond and cersei lannister should we watch that should you watch that? Should I watch that? I'm going to give it a... watch that? Anyway. <laughs> Maybe we should change the podcast to why did I watch that? Yeah. Um, I, I, like, I Don't can't give it... Don't get my mind. <laughs> Netflix. Anyway. Where we only review Netflix originals. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm, sorry. I'm shutting Netflix. up now. Continue. Don't sue us. Um, I'm going to give it a light yes. 
just because I like wow. Amelia Pond. Okay. I some of the fight like I, I would say that last fight scene, there was some cool stuff. You know, some of the stuff with the car and the garage and the yeah. Th- there was enough there for me to say, oh well, you know, okay. So I, I'm going to go a light diet, um, gluten free. No peanuts were used in the making of this answer. Six qualifiers. Yes. Yes. With six qualifiers. Thank you very much. Okay. Yeah. So Sean, gunpowder milkshake, bloody milkshake. What the F milkshake. Should I watch that? No, it's, it's my favorite. My two favorite scenes took place in a bowling alley. And I thought that there was a thing they did with the car, with the, with her car, her bulletproof, amazing Porsche and the kid that's in the movie that I thought were sort of fun. Uh That's uh, about 12 minutes of a movie uh, that was just, (laughs) it's just, uh, it, it it does. If so, no, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a pretty hard no for me. It is not the worst thing I've seen on Netflix. Okay. But as I said, white bread poop sandwich, it's, it's, it's not the worst thing I've seen on Netflix, but it, it just, uh, it, as I said, it needed a little bit of a lot of different things to make it passable. It needed more explanation as to what the history was behind the people that worked in the library. Who did they work for? What was the firm? You know, what kind of hands did they have, you know, in world politics that make them so powerful? You know, and, and it really, honestly, it, it gave me no benefit as to why you would even be an assassin for these people. Because, I mean, I know, okay, she had a Porsche, but I mean, it didn't look like that she was living you know, the lavish lifestyle being right. an assassin for these people. So no, it just, it wasn't, it, it didn't distinguish itself enough. Um, and, and the hook it was trying to do, uh, uh, the hook it was trying to do of being sort of an all female thing. It can be done. Uh, it can be done. Um, Kill Bill, I thought did it pretty well. And they had several, I think female assassins uh, in that movie. Um, so it can work, but no, I, mm-hmm. uh, no, skip it. Skip it. I mean, but Interesting. Nah, skip it. So no, nah, it, it just wasn't enough for me. Sorry. Hmm. I was kind of expecting a light yes from you. No, honestly. No, it, uh-uh. it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And I got to have some sort of story structure to, to, yeah. And, it, and, and, and I mean, as I said, it's, it's, I, I don't want to say it doesn't suck because it, it, to me, it sort of sucks, mm-hmm. but uh, you can do a lot worse on Netflix. Golly, uh, how's that a backhanded compliment I've ever heard? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I think I think the next movie we're going to do is an interesting <laughs> juxtaposition of this movie. I think it is. Because we are switching from Netflix to Amazon. Mm-hmm. And we are going to review what? We are going to review Jolt, an Amazon Jolt. original with Kate Beckinsale. Yes. And if that name doesn't ring-a-ding-ding a bell with you, um, let's think back to Underworld. Don't you dare say have... the word lichen. Don't say lichen. <laughs> half vampire, half lichen. Um, Kate Beckinsale, who, yes. um, she's a button. Oh, man. Uh, however, she, and in this movie specifically, and in Underworld too, she is about as big around as a drinking straw, (laughs) but then her hair 
is as wide as what's a good frame of reference the lid on a medium soda through which the drinking <laughs> straw is inserted um did this but affect your enjoyment of the movie <laughs> or did you just go a with couple it? of t- a couple of times i was like honey honey yes. but i it, it didn't stop me no, okay it, it, i didn't get stuck on it too bad so all right so do you want to do our setup for this one that, well, I, I would like to say hi to a couple of uh, actors in the movie, if I may. Oh, okay, go right ahead. That, so um, the guy who plays her love interest, Justin, mm-hmm. is played by Jay Courtney. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I saw him, I knew him. Yes. But then I was like, I don't know where I know him from. I, I know uh, where I know him from, but I don't know if, where you know him from. Where do you know him okay, from? Okay, well, when I looked back, I realized I remember him from the Suicide Squad. Yes. He's Boomerang. Boomerang. Dude. Boomerang. Dude. Boomerang. <laughs> yes. And then he was in Terminator Genesis. He was Kyle Reese. Yeah. And uh, he was also Jack McClane in A Good Day to Die Hard. Anyway, so... Now, oh, as I a much younger person, right? Because that much. was that was Bruce Willis's son. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we also have Stanley Tucci, and love. for some re- for some love reason, him. I love, love him, him. And for some reason, I have him in my head as like maybe he is like Sir Stanley Tucci or something. Like it, like he should be up there. But know. when I look back at what he's he's done, none of it is really on that level. Like. Well, he's, he is one of those, he is one of those character actors. I think he's a little bit above character actor status where he, when you look at his film list, you're like, oh yeah, he was in that. Oh yeah. He was yeah. in that. Oh yeah. He was in that. But he's not the leading yeah. man ever. No, no. I mean like Hunger Games, Transformers, Captain America, Julie and Julia. He was an ER. He was a doctor mm-hmm. in ER. The Devil Wears Prada. Um, and Lucky Number Slevin. Brilliant movie if you haven't seen yes. it. Um Anyway, so yeah, so Stanley Tucci. Yeah, I loved and- him in Captain America. He was a, he was uh, Abraham Erskine, the guy that created the Super Soldier Serum, and he was. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, he was the one that 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 was responsible for the creation of Captain America. He, he was he was great in that movie. He was really only in it for about twenty twenty five minutes, but really really good, really good. Interesting. Role. Well, I I because when I saw that he was in it, but then I couldn't put a finger again on. And that's pretty much it for our main cast. I mean, really, is those yeah. three people. And okay, um, so uh, set up. All right, so Kate is uh, her character's name is Lindy. Mm-hmm. You don't really have a lot of background, other uh, just a very kind of a quick high level thing that she's had a bunch of different jobs, um, can't seem to keep a job, and her more most recent job she was a bouncer, and. The reason we quickly find out that she can't <laughs> seem to hold down a job is because she has an anger management issue. And I looked it up. It is actually a real medical diagnosis called intermittent explosive disorder. Wow. And before you ask, no, she does not explode. Because um, that's like the first thing I would think. But. And, and then there's a nice scene with her and Stanley Tucci, who's the doctor who's trying to help her with this alternative treatment. Right. Um, and she's like, ah, the increased cortisol levels and there's no medication or therapy that can help me. Blah, blah. Right. Anyway, so she is kind of like the rest of us, I will say, women especially. 
because she's in situations and as soon as she starts to get irritated, she immediately imagines kicking the shit out of the people and killing them. So I don't know if that means I have in it as well. Effective, <laughs> very effective ways too. Yeah. Uh, so to treat her, she has moved into a more novel form of treatment where she is wears a vest that has all these electrodes that are attached to her. And she has a fob, like she's going to open her car door. And when she starts having her homicidal thoughts, <sighs> she zaps herself back into a normal frame of mind. Yes. So she's, it's kind of like she's got the paddles and she's just defibrillating herself on a regular right. basis. Just kind of bumps her out of it. Just kind of like, uh, you know. Oh, oh wait, Focus. Kind of like a shot collar on a dog or something. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, don't do that. Don't, don't let don't let yourself go there. Exactly. exactly. But thankfully, in the movie, thankfully in the movie, whenever she does have these moments, and that's one of the things I did like about the movie is that we get to we get to visually see her imagination. <laughs> I I really enjoyed that. As, as these quick cutaways of what she would do to these people you know, if she were left to her own devices. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So uh, uh, go ahead. Do you have something yeah. else? Oh, well, I just kind of, there we are. So that's okay. kind of her life. And then she meets a guy and ding, ding, there's a connection. And then there's a lovely night together. And then the next day, oh my God, the detectives show up. Mr. Perfect has been murdered. Yes. And we, so, and the, we spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out who did this. To why they did it. Her potential just, love interest. Just such a nice guy who's simply an accountant. Right. Right. Because, I mean, it's not like he was hit by a car on the way home. We're talking, you know, found in a dumpster. And what, as Janet has educated me, <laughs> what one to the chest, one to the head, you know, uh-huh. that kind of thing. Uh-huh. So, yep. Um, okay. This is a really good movie, you know, because this is an uh, uh, to juxtapose against gunpowder milkshake because this is an action mm-hmm. movie this is a lot of fights this is guns this is this is you know punchy kicky fighty this is a female <laughs> female protagonist okay this i was just pleasantly surprised by this movie i went into it and probably because of gunpowder milkshake expecting nothing uh-huh. nothing uh, but you had sent me a text you had said you had watched it and i was like okay well it's on prime why not Let's give it it's a roll. Free. Why it's else free. What else am I going to do? Right. But the what can, the the biggest thing about this movie is this movie is an hour and thirty one minutes. Gunpowder Milkshake is an hour and fifty four minutes. Mm-hmm. This movie is it says what it needs to say. It sets up the rules of the of her world, and then it just get it gets to it. It just well, gets to it. And I noticed too that. It, the transition from a lot of times from scene to scene was either non-existent mm-hmm. or it was brief. So you weren't stuck with some of the fluffy stuff right. that you that doesn't really do anything for the, the story. Minutia. The minutia. And yes. it just, bam, takes you right into the next scene. Takes you where you needed to be. Yeah. And she, uh, I'm sorry. I got it. I'm, I'm the guy on this podcast. So I got to say it. Kate Beckinsale, this movie was a doll. Now she just beat the ever loving crap out of people, but she was uh-huh. just a doll in this entire movie. And what, and she was just lovely to look at. 
She's a button. I mean, she is a button, and I got to watch more of her level. stuff. Maybe I don't know. I've seen her. There's a there's something else she was in that I wanted that that I forgot what it was that I, that I have in my queue that I've been wanting to watch. But she she carried this movie, and she did it. I mean, everything that they asked her to do in terms of being a believable sort of action person. Yeah. I, I bought into everything she was doing and it was a really cool ride. And I, yeah, I really I bought into her sadness too. Like whenever, yeah. whenever it was revealed, it was like, I was like, I really was Aww. like, oh, she has <laughs> such a, you know, she had such a rough go and she finally found somebody and he seemed like a good dude. And then, 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 aw. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, mm. Well, and it, I guess I wasn't as surprised to see her carry it like that because I have seen her in all the underworld movies and that's pretty much all she does, except she does it in like a skin tight black leather cat suit almost with things. (laughs) So, um, you know, which by its own right, nothing wrong with that either. Uh, So I, I wasn't surprised. I did, I did like a few times she, she was very serious all the time, but then mm-hmm. she inserted a little humor here and there, oh, yeah. which, which I enjoyed. Yeah, there, um, I mean, there, there there is enough humor in this movie to really, I mean, make you laugh more than a handful of times. I mean, mm-hmm. the the fact that every time she walks into Stanley Tucci's office, he pulls a gun. It's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know. Um, uh, but yeah, I and there, <clears throat> excuse me, and to me, there was plenty of. There's very little downtime. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of fights, guns, uh, explosions, car yes. chases. If that turns you off, people, yeah, that turns you off. This movie's not for you. If you don't like <laughs> those things, I suggest you just keep going. But yes. if if you if you like that kind of stuff, yeah, you got it. All all wrapped up in an hour and a half. Yeah. The uh, uh, and and even though sort of the the she sort of has a relationship or an, a back and forth with a couple of cops who are investigating mm-hmm. the death, and the the one guy is the say his last name for Bobby uh, Cannavale Cannavale who was in uh, Thunder Force. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> he was in Thunder Force. See, and I I remember him as Will's boyfriend from Will and Grace. Yeah. That's the first time I remember meeting him. I, and I and we yeah. did this so when we reviewed Thunder Force. I did oh, the did same we? thing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I remember him as. The uh, uh, the father of uh, or the or the uh, the new husband of Ant Man's ex wife in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> that's what I remember. That's, oh, so, that's right. That's, that's right. right. So he was in Ant Man, and anyway, yeah. uh, but, you know, even that that that's sort of like I would think that's I think that's the weakest um, element of it. And his partner is the one from uh, Orange Is the New Black. I yes, Laverne, uh, Laverne Cox. Really. Yes. Yeah. And she did a great job. Yeah, and and and, and even that, I'm, I'm calling it the weakest element of the of the thing because you can tell that uh, you know uh, Bobby is the he's you know he's got a little little thing for her. Uh-huh. and 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 the, and the uh, Laverne Cox she really doesn't really give two craps about her kind of thing. <laughs> now I mean you know we sort of change that at the end maybe a little bit, but uh, I was I I really I enjoyed the whole ride I, and this is what the biggest thing I wanted to ask you about what did we okay. think about the, what did we think about the ending? Um, we're, we're not going to give it away, but what do you think about the ending? Um, not surprised, and mm-hmm. as I frequently find myself saying these days, wide open for a squeak wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then so then I started thinking, uh-huh, a squeak wall, jolt two 
the cola. No, let's see. <laughs> Jolt two. Um, recharged. Recharged. <laughs> recharged. <laughs> Jolt two. Clear. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so lots of options there. Yeah, I, I you know, I've, I've it's probably been a week since I've seen this movie, and I'm still mulling the ending. I really am because <laughs> I was. I can't, I can't say I can't say what I want to say because it would spoil it. But uh-huh. I was I was a little disappointed. I was hoping uh-huh. for something that I didn't that, that to happen that didn't happen. And Matt, not only did it not happen, but boy, the opposite of it really happened. <laughs> and so my initial gut reaction was to give it a point and a half to merit because I didn't really like the ending. Um, but uh, do you want to see a sequel? Do you think it, do you, would you like to see the character again? I would totally watch the sequel. Yeah, I think totally I, watch I, it. I, I think I would too. Um, I, I'm afraid they might take the sequel in a certain direction that will make it worse. But, um, yeah. Cause it kind of sort of, they sort of set it up for her to, kind of continue on in a certain way that I really, I didn't want to see happen. I, I like the character the way they had it set up. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, up until that point, I w- this was a movies that surprised me part three or whatever we're at. I don't know where <laughs> we're at, but I mean, I was like, cause again, but, it, but, it, but it's funny. It's funny. It's I, you can't, I, all this is done sort of in a cat, you know, in a capsule or not, not in a vacuum, I guess I should say I would, but I can't do this. I would be interested to know what my reaction was, would be for this movie. Had I not seen gunpowder milkshake. Yes. Because I went into it with that in my head going, okay, female led action movie. Here we go again. And I didn't, I know I didn't like that movie, but then, you know, am I giving it too many points because I enjoyed it so much more than gunpowder milkshake or is it, I I don't know. Allow me to share some thoughts. Um, So I saw the two movies far apart, right? Very far apart. And when I saw this one, I hadn't even heard of it. Didn't know it was being released. Didn't know a thing right. about it. I didn't either. But then I saw Kate Beckinsale and I thought, well, if she's in it, I'm just going to watch it because right. I know what she's capable of. And I I don't even think about one versus the other. To really? me, they're so, they're so different to me. I, I can't even compare. Yeah. But I don't know. But I mean, the bottom line is, yeah, it's either do you like it or you not like it. And I yeah. liked it. So, what do well, and just a public service announcement to those who have felt like perhaps they exhibit some of these symptoms um, <laughs> when, you know, when waiting in line or listening to someone chew or stuck on an airplane with someone talking behind. Anyway, so just in case you're curious, the seven signs of the intermittent explosive disorder <laughs> include a low tolerance for frustration, intense anger, mood changes before an outburst, blinding rage, feeling out of control before and or during an episode, guilt and depression. And honestly, I don't really see how that differs from much of society um, or even myself on some occasions. So uh, find a good therapist and emotional health is very important. Well, I I noticed a line in there that did make me grin because they they really, they really expect, 
explained away. Well, they made her more of a hero by making sure they mentioned. Now she only flies off the handle in the presence of assholes. <laughs> I mean, it was just. I mean, it really was stayed stay, and every time, every single time, she went into one of these pseudo dream states where you saw what she really wanted to do to people, but didn't do it. That you made sure that you heard that these people were just being the worst of the worst of the worst. Exactly, and, and it's like okay, so she doesn't. You know, a puppy doesn't accidentally pee on her shoe <laughs> and then she kicks it across the street. Okay. She doesn't do anything like that. So right. they have to throw that in there. It goes, okay, she's still a hero. She beats <laughs> the ever loving snot at anybody that she wants to go into. So, but anyway. And those, those were brilliant scenes. Yes. When you, you see her just sitting there and like the detective is tapping a pen on the desk or something. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she's grabbed a gun, disabled one of them and put a bullet in the other one's head. And I was like, oh, that was a really quick performance for Mr. Carnavale there. And then you're like, oh, she was just thinking about it. Right. Okay. Laverne Cox ate it after being in the movie for 20 seconds. Like, oh, well. I know. Give she was in Orange in the New Black. I thought she'd have more. Anyway. <laughs> So, all right. So well, I'm 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 ready to call this. I think. All right, so, Sean. Okay. Jolt, 2021, Amazon, with the lovely and talented Kate Beckinsale. Lovely. Should I watch that? Yes, you should. Way to go, Amazon. Um, I mean, now you have to like the action fair people. Okay. Mm-hmm. If if your idea of a of an of a too intense action movie is something that's rated PG and maybe is <laughs> Herbie fully loaded or something like that. <laughs> Okay, don't watch this movie, but uh, it is, it's sharp, it's quick, it's an hour and a half, it's fun from beginning to end, Um, the only negative I'll get it is I didn't, parts of the ending I didn't like, but I I, I didn't like them for our character, not Mm -hmm. necessarily for the plot. It's not that it's a bad ending, I'm just saying I was hoping for... I was really rooting for old Kate Beckinsale in that movie, but, but you know, all oh, things, just- <laughs> all things are not, you know, not to be, I, I just, I have a big old crush on her in the movie. I got to tell you a big old crush. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. You just maybe, wanted her to be happy. Or that's maybe all. I want women to beat the crap out of me. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I've revealed something about myself that even I didn't yeah. know. I don't well, maybe know. that's a different but, yeah. podcast too, but exactly. whatever. Okay. But what a, a fun ride. Yeah. A definitely watch ride. it. So Janet, 2021 Jolt with the lovely Kate Beckinsale and Jai Courtney and Stanley Tucci. Amazon Prime. Should we watch that? Should I watch that? Should you watch that? That's going to be a hard yes. Oh, yeah. Really enjoyed it. How really exciting. And again, I, I love it that it came out of nowhere. I'm I'm so yes. glad. I'm really glad you texted me and said, "Hey, I watched Jolt." I was like, "Yeah, you know, I saw that. I'm going to give it a spin, see what uh-huh. it's like." And I don't think uh-huh. I would have watched it if you hadn't said so. So, uh-huh. two points to Janet for changing lives, even exactly. by myself without my loyal partner. That's right. Yep. So two hard yeses. So yeah, okay. So we got it. We got two yeses from you, and a mm-hmm. no and a yes from me. And then mm-hmm. as the ping pong match goes back, we're going to spend a very <laughs> brief amount of time going back to Netflix and talking about Cosmic Sin, which is a cosmic s show. Anyway, I'm sorry. <laughs> we're not going to talk about this movie. Somebody, okay, it's got Bruce Willis in it. Bruce Willis, Janet. Bruce Willis. Uh- wasn't he in Die Hard? Um, Die Hard. <laughs> Die Hard. Is that that Christmas movie that came yes, out in 1988? Is. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah that's what I yeah. thought. 
formerly one of the biggest bankable action stars there is in all of uh-huh. Hollywood. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's got Frank Grillo in it, who hasn't been in crappy stuff. I mean, he was in the Avengers movie, playing a bad guy. I know, but he's been uh-huh. in some big stuff. And then some other people, I don't know who the hell they were. So. Well, 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 it does have Brandon Thomas Lee in it, who happens to be the son of Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. So, you know, was he, cons- was he conceived on that famous video? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I think he was. That explains so much. Thank you. Thank I'm you. I'm sorry. I did not know that he was the, yeah. the, the spawn of those two people. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, somebody lost a bet people. Uh-huh. I, don't, I, I don't know how they got Bruce Willis to do this movie. I don't know if they wrote a check with a bunch of zeros. They had um, to have this movie sucks. I mean, it's it awful. It's stupid. It is. There's, it, there's it nothing has, new. It has a, a text overlay at the beginning of the movie that explains something to you, something to you that as I watched the movie and finished the movie really bore no consequence to the plot whatsoever. I was like, mm-hmm. why did they tell me that? I, I didn't mm-hmm. need to know that information. Aliens are invading. They inhabit other people. They, they're, it's, I, I, I can't even it's, tell you. It's what. 25, 24. <laughs> We're colonizing planets and we still can't fight the aliens. Yeah. Then there was some stuff that happened. And then there were some people who got shot. Right. And then the movie ended. Yeah. And I shed a tear for the time wasted uh-huh. and the hour-ish, half, whatever the F it hour was that I lost. Minutes, an hour and 28 <laughs> minutes. Um, I, I did not. The, the plot made no sense. Um, the line I heard, remember from the movie the most, because I think it's they said it four times, was, was the first contact a positive experience or a negative experience? <laughs> Somebody said that four times. At one point, I thought Frank Grillo was dead because he disappeared <laughs> for 25 minutes, but then turned out he wasn't dead. He was still in space mm-hmm. and and turned out to be the linchpin of destroying a gate that would prevent the aliens from coming close. Uh, what? Who? And, who? Okay, I do have one question after watching the movie, and mm-hmm. I'm glad we have this time to discuss it briefly. Um, and my question is, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? It has I a don't. scene where these aliens that are the incredible cosmic threat, and we can't let them out to colonize Earth, we lock them in a room. So that they can't get out (laughs) and they're in a room, they're contained, they can't get out. And so what does Joe Bob do? And they got people outside the door that have got guns on them just in case they get out, I guess. And he says something like screw it. And then starts shooting his gun into the door, breaking the windows of the door, breaking the door so that the aliens could escape. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. You had them locked in. And, and Bruce Willis is supposed to have some sort of romantic relationship with some woman who said something when she was a child. And at the end of the movie, she is possessed by an alien, yet they have no relationship, but Bruce Willis is 
tortured as to whether or not to kill this person because of the relationship that they had. And I'm like, man, you talked to her for five minutes. Uh-huh. It's not like you're, it's not like this is your wife of 35 years that, you know, you're, you can't shoot because it's, Cause it's my wife. Uh, no, it no. sucked. It was awful. Thunder Force and- might be better than this, Janet. Oh, oh, oh. It might wow. be. At least it wow. has some sort of a story structure. Well, that's true. I mean, at least it had some oh. sort of a story structure. I might have to flip a coin on that one. Because this is Mystery Science Theater 3000 <laughs> level bad. <laughs> You're right. I mean, I expected three little silhouettes of robots and men in the bottom right-hand corner mm-hmm. as I was watching this. And, and Bruce Willis, I mean, he's Bruce Willis. Why? And do you know that currently he has 12 movies either filming in pre-production or in post-production? Oh, that scares me. 12 movies. And like, are are you just at that point where you're like, sure, I'll do it. Sure, I'll do it. Yeah, why not? I, I don't. I don't might understand. Well, might as well bank it while I can. I mean, it's I guess. trash. I, I get anyway. Anyway. Mercy sakes alive. Anyway, Janet. <laughs> <sighs> Cosmic Sin 2021 Netflix. Should I watch that? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say the words that I really want to say because <laughs> this is a family friendly in most situations podcast. Yes. So I'm gonna say Oh, hell no. Oh, you should not watch this. No. At all. No. And that's all I need to say. Sean, Cosmic Sin, blah, 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 Netflix. Should I watch that? Jiminy Christmas. No way. Watch mm. Thunder Force twice <laughs> before you watch this. Oh, my God. It is oh my God. so, so bad. It is so bad. I, it's been a long time since I've seen something this bad. Okay. Get a root canal and then watch Thunder Force. Without Novocaine. Yeah, that's a good option. That's just terrible. Terrible, anyway, terrible, terrible. Horrible. Don't be don't be pulled in by Bruce Willis. No, no, this no, is no. Not Die Hard Bruce Willis. No. No. This don't is not John McClane. To Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's son. <laughs> don't be pulled in. Yeah. He might he might have been the one that shot out the window that released the aliens. I don't remember. Anyway. Maybe. He might be. He might be. You're right. Anyway. All right. It's done. Goodbye. That trash is done. Next movie. Theatrical <laughs> release. Theatrical Yay! release. Theatrical from release. Mr. M. Night Shyamalan. 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 I'm sorry. Sh- I can, neither one of us can say his name. <laughs> well, no, I, it's Shyamalan. Shyamalan. How, but I call it Shyamalan. Because yes. I think like Ramalama Ding Dong is where I go with it when I say it too much. Anyway, right. um, this movie is called Old. Old. And is currently. Title. In your local theaters. Yes. Um, so I, a couple of folks that I recognized, mm-hmm. and, and this is. I know one I, of them. I, yeah. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, so the first one I'll just reference is Rufus Sewell. Uh, he played the guy whose name I can't remember from the man in the high castle. Uh-huh. He was a high-ranking Nazi right. official or something. That was the doctor, a doctor, right? Um, no, he was in old. No. He was. A doctor. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. In he old. was the doctor in yeah. old. 
Um, and then the other guy that I immediately recognized and had a brief panic attack uh, was Alex Wolf from Hereditary. Hereditary. Since he, I saw it, I was like, Janet's going to know that guy. I'm going to know that guy. He was the brother driving the car that resulted in an accident <clears throat> in Hereditary. And mm-hmm. he was also in Jumanji, The Next Level, and yes. Welcome to the Jungle. Yes. Yep. yep. So outside of that, I didn't yeah recognize anybody except the director himself who played a role in the movie too he was the shuttle driver yeah, wait. yeah. he always throws himself he, in there for yeah. a couple of seconds, Come, so. yeah like tarantino he throws himself in there sometimes yeah, yeah. so so All right. how do we feel about let me ask you about m night i mean have you okay. do you think he's a mixed bag of what of his movies in the past have you enjoyed all of them or um i would say a mixed bag because yeah. Again, in my notes, my last uh, bullet was, what did Shamala Malaman direct? Right. And and that was just direct, because he right. was also a producer, actor. Right. Um, in no particular order, Glass, Split, The Visit, The Last Airbender, The Happening, Lady in the Water, The Village, Signs, Unbreakable, Sixth Sense, Wide Awake, and Praying with Anger was his first one in 1992. Right. Um, and I'm going to say probably 50-50. Yeah, um, it's it's close to 50-50 for me. It might mm-hmm. if I actually did the math, it might spill over 60-40, 65-35 something. Yeah. But some of the but but for me, some the stuff he's done that I've liked, I've really liked. Uh-huh. And then it, it's like it's it seemed like it's either um uh <laughs> I'm not going to say <laughs> that. My dad used to say chicken salad or chicken anyway. Uh it it, it, it was it, it's been there, there's some movies that he's made that are like in my top 10 list i, I mean unbreakable i love unbreakable mm-hmm. that's my favorite movie he's ever done it's unbreakable really starting bruce willis who we just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah anyway yeah. I, I love I'm, I, there's something about that movie that that really just resonates with me i love the fact that one time he said he described the movie as what if superman existed and he didn't know he was superman so mm-hmm. I, which i thought mm-hmm. that was a really good a really good hook for that. Of course, Sixth Sense is what he's known for and kind of stuff. I know I know. Uh, you mentioned The Village in a previous podcast about a movie that surprised you. Yeah, I yeah. didn't see it coming uh, in The Village. Signs um, was a mixed bag. What did you feel about Signs? Signs was brilliant yeah. until the reveal. Really? And I was like, are you effing kidding me that this is what would stop the aliens? Oh, well, okay. Yeah. I'm kind of with you there. I'm kind of with you there. I but mean, the, the message of the movie. I like the message of the movie. Yeah. Get, getting yes. to that point was great. Yeah. But anyway, um, the, one of my favorites is Split. Oh, gosh. With James McAvoy. Yeah. That's that's probably number two on my list of his is Split. It, if you liked weird and twisty and a little scary and mm-hmm. stuff, this is a really good movie to watch. Yeah. Split. Wonderful performance by James McAvoy. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And then uh, who's our girl that's in it? Golly. I was just, oh, we I know. Were reviewing New Mutants. We were reviewing New Mutants. And I said, that's the girl from Split. And he went, shut the front door. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, New that Mutants. New Mutants. Uh, but, um, but Anna Taylor-Joy. Yep, Anya yep, Taylor-Joy. Yep, yep. Yeah. So Thank anyway. Thank you very much. Okay. So with this movie, okay. all things are going to be compared, right? Because, I mean, there's some yes. stuff that there, there is some stuff that he's done that's kind of like, uh, you know, happening. Ish. No, oh, don't uh, even. Lady in the Water, not a fan. Um, uh-uh. Did Did you see Servant? Did you see Servant? His Apple TV show. No. 
Yeah, yeah I saw the first <laughs> season. <laughs> Tell me more. I, I, saw, I, I saw the first season. It's it's kind of weird and horror element ish. And I didn't. I, if they've done season two, uh, which I think they might have, I haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. I don't have Apple TV yet. I, do. I don't either. So yeah, okay. Um. So well, anyway, uh, so everybody, okay. everything's going to be. Go ahead. Everything's going to be go, with with that eye. You know. With that, yes. All right. So my problem with talking about this movie is right. not spoiling it because exactly. that's what he's known for that's is the book. big reveal. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, and when I got to the end of it, I experienced a, a slight amount of outrage. <laughs> um, Don't tell people what your job is besides but, but being I, <laughs> as a potato eye. <laughs> Glasses, screener, whatever. No more NASA for you, Janet. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you what I really do for a living. Um, (laughs) And when you watch the movie, feel free to email me or comment or Facebook or tweet me. um, And I will tell you what I do for a living and I will explain my outrage. So that being said, we're not going to give away any spoilers. Right. But we will tell you what happens building up. To said spoiler. Because it's in the trailer. Because it's mean, in the trailer. It's in the trailer. Right. Okay. So we have a family of four. Mom, dad, son, daughter. Um, the son is six. The daughter's nine, nine, nine or nine, ten, ten. Nine, whatever. Okay. Um, they're on vacation. Tropical island. Don't know where they are. Um, you, you meet some other random people families and characters and stuff but this one family of four is the kind of the focus of the movie and the resort owner well let me start when you arrive you are greeted by a lovely hostess who gives you a drink and it says based on your food and beverage choices blah 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 here is a Profile, profile profile here is a special cocktail we've prepared for you right. it's much and fanfare lots of uh, staff yes. is lined up waiting yes. for you i mean it's just their staff there and the cocktail is beautifully presented yes um and then so the resort owner along the way he's like hey private beach we'll drive you there give you some snacks chill out it'll be gorgeous so, of course, the families that he tells this to, they're like, what, what up? Sign me up, you know. Off they go in the shuttle. Um, lots of food, snacks, beach chairs. Going to be a gorgeous day on this beautiful secluded beach. And then they find something. What do they find, Sean? Well, they start to find uh, remnants of of visitors past (laughs) (laughs) cell phones and utensils and other things. And they uh, are having a good time, but Mm -hmm. they find something interesting about the beach in that as, as presented in the trailer Um, age starts to things start to rapidly age. And they, they, they find a dead body. They find, well, they, yeah, they find a dead body. They find a dead body. Uh, yes. And they cover it up. <laughs> and they, oh, because what else are you going to do with yes. it? Yes. Um, yeah. And then we suddenly realize when the little boy comes running out from having been in the caves, that the six-year-old is suddenly now 
I don't know. Ten. 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 And then the little girl is suddenly. Like 13. 13 or 14. Yeah. And mom and dad are freaking out. And then we see the little girl who is probably five, four or five Mm -hmm. is now nine ish. I don't know. So clearly something's happening something on is the beach. Amiss. Something, something is a Something is afoot on yes. the beach. And the uh, you start to see okay, and you also see in the in the in the setup of the, of the film that well, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to be careful with what I say. Mm-hmm. Anyway, be, be careful. I'm going to be careful. Um, you start to. It, it, the terror. One of the things the movie does really well. Mm-hmm. is they do a fairly decent job of coming together and sort of all, everybody figuring out kind of what's going on, at least on a broad, on a, kind of a very upper level mm-hmm. uh, part of it. And one of the things the movie does a really good job of, I think, is depicting how scare, how scary that would be. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, uh-huh. Because uh, – People, you know, people handle it. They're handling it in different ways, uh, different levels of, of, of keeping it togetherness. You know, some people aren't freaking out as bad. Some people are kind of freaking out. Um, but one of the things about the movie that I really thought that he did well was setting an atmosphere on that beach mm-hmm. because you, you don't leave it. I mean, once you're there, right. you do you're not on leave the beach. It. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and there's the kind of a little bit of minimal, a minimal setup that is kind of integral to the pot. But, um, but I mean, I really felt it when I, I went to go see the movie with my daughter and I really felt it when they were there about how hopeless it would be, how uh-huh. in a way, how sort of inescapable it was. Uh-huh. Um, and as far as setting the atmosphere goes, I got to give him points for that one. I got to give him points for that one. Now I'm not going to say everything that happens while we're there. Cause some of it's kind of, I think kind of funny, but yeah, even though it is scary, it is kind of funny. There was a few times where my daughter smacked me on the shoulder. Cause she said, you're laughing at inappropriate. Times. <laughs> and I'm like, sorry. I just thought that was funny. You know, when somebody goes, what? Anyway, I'm not, I can't say what it was, but, uh, well, and it's like, yes. When you tell your daughter, honey, that's what we do. Yes. Um, we laugh at inappropriate. Well, and, and I agree with everything you said because you see, like you see them try to go back the way they came. Right. Logical. But because of course, uh, but then everything gets weird and dizzy and then boom, you wake up and you're back on the beach and you're like, I tried to leave, but here I saw And then you have like, okay, maybe I'll swim away from whatever's happening. Maybe that's not gonna, such a good yes. idea either. You can go through or through the water or up and they try all manners of things and it's just not yes. successful. And, and so uh, boy, Jenna, how are we going to get through this? It's our um, first time reviewing a brand new M night movie. And it's like, uh, gotta be careful. Well, okay. So uh, another little interesting thing that may help our listeners is like you, there are a couple of people who they, they set it up early that one woman is epileptic, ep, pardon me, epileptic. Yes. Um, you have the setup that one pretentious lady is, you know, has a calcium deficiency. Right. But when you're on the beach, you, 
the kids aging is very evident. Right. The adults aging is a little bit slower. Right. Not but when it starts, yeah, when you when you see it happening, you're like, oh snap. Yes. And that makes sense. You know. One of the things and, I, I did notice about the movie though was, and if you do go if you do go see this movie, and email me about this if you saw it too, there was a lot of odd camera angles in the movie. Yeah, there were. Now I think, I think the reason that was done was to be able to show some of this age transition in a non sort of in a non-traditional way, mm-hmm. a lot of camera panning around without showing people's heads. Yeah. You know, a lot of uh, shots where you can see everybody, but you can see sort of the lower half of their bodies, but not the top half of their bodies while it's the camera's kind of almost mm-hmm. halfway in the ocean. I'm sure there's, you know, there's a reason, a reason for that. But, but, you know, nearly all of the movie uh, is spent once we get to the island is we're, we're trying to figure out a, what happened? B, can we escape? And, you know, what's the resolution? Is anybody going to be able to get off this island? And then of course, like all M night movies, there's sort of the reveal uh, in Uh terms of what's in sort of what's happening. And I mean, do we just talk about, in in very broad terms, I know you already said sort of how you felt about the reveal. I mean, yeah. Um, so I, I can't, I, it didn't surprise me like, oh my God, I can't believe that happened. Right. It wasn't that kind of a surprise. It's not six um, cents level. <laughs> exactly. But it was like, oh, well, yeah. you know, that Dang. kind of, kind of makes sense. I yeah. mean, I kind of see where they're coming from. Um, it, but yeah, I, I was not, I didn't necessarily see it coming, but not in a slap, slap you in the face kind of way. Yeah. Cause there, there are, there are, there are parts of the movie where, um, I mean, they make, it's not like it's completely out of left field because, because some of the stuff that's said in the movie and some of the stuff mm-hmm. that people notice, it's not completely out of left field. Yeah. Um, like some, like some of the stuff is. But, um, yeah, I mean, I was sort of the same way where I was like, Ooh, okay. That's, that's, what, that, that's what's happening. Um, so. Oh God, yeah. I want to say it. I want to say no, it. I, I want to say it, but we can't say outrage, it. But I cannot. But I guess, I guess what I can, what I, this is what I can say. If, if, if you people have seen M Knight's movies, what, what I'll say, at least for me, like there's, there's sort of like an upper tier and there's a mid tier. And then there's movies I really didn't like that he did. Okay. Uh-huh. Movies that he did that I really, really liked were, you know, unbreakable. I've already said, um, uh-huh. uh, six cents. I really liked, and signs. I really liked and split. I really like, and I would say that those movies are the, those are the, uh, the upper tier for me. And then the bottom tier are things like the happening and lady in the water and, uh, well, I kind of like that one. Okay, too. Uh, <laughs> it, well, I mean, I, I, I hate to say something like The Last Airbender because that's not really, that's him directing somebody else's property. This isn't something mm-hmm. either. But this one, this one's in the middle. This one's kind of in it the is. middle. It, it's it's in with Village uh, with me. It's in there with uh, The Visit, which I think, well, he was a producer on that. I don't remember if he directed it. but mm-hmm. And then Glass was kind of in that group. It, it's mid-tier. I mean, it's solidly, I'd say, in the middle. I wouldn't even call it upper middle or lower middle. The, the the nicest thing I could say about it without giving anything away is uh, the tension that he set up with uh, 
being on the beach, I thought was top notch. I thought those yes. people really looked scared. They really looked yes. terrified. There was a real sense of what in the world's going on. It uh-huh. seemed inescapable at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, kind of cocooned around it is this message of what's really important, you know, mm-hmm. in your life, what's really important. And with presented with the possibility of all this accelerated aging that they're doing, you know, is it time to really take stock of, you know, what things you value in your life versus stuff you piss and moan about all the time? So, yeah, there's and what, a, what, what are you willing to look past right. if, if there's someone in your life that you love? Right. right. Yeah. And that, you know, and, and, there, and there's sort of a line at the end of the movie that again, I hasten to say, because I, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a line at the movie that, 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 that sort of encompasses that. How I feel about the ending, I mean, I, I mean, I, I can't really, I, I was expecting it to go a different way, you mm-hmm. know, and it, it didn't really go that way. Um, it, you know, I, and again, I can't say what I think, well, the way I was going to expect it because it would be like it would give it away, but right. there was a way I was, so the ending was the ending. I'm not going to say it was satisfying. I'm not saying it was mm-hmm. disappointing. I'm just kind of saying it was, mm-hmm. it was, and that's probably no. what puts it in the middle tier for me. So, so, and I also had that moment, uh, you know, halfway through the movie, I was like, all right, let's try to figure it out. Yeah. You know, what, what's the purpose? Because it, it and what the end game is going to be, you know, what, yeah, like, why are we doing it? Are we going to get out of it? You know, what is it about the location? What is it about the beach? Can they figure that out to get through? But I never really settled on any specific one thing that I thought it could be or should be or that, you know, might explain everything. And I kind of just sort of let it go out of my head. I'm I'm just going to let it happen. Yeah. Yeah, About as far as I got with it was, okay, this isn't a mistake. I mean, they're they're on purpose. They're they're on purpose. So exactly. And, and, and I, and I never got to, I, I never, you know, there, there's been, you know, there's been a few M night Shyamalan movies I called. I mean, I called the village, you know, mm-hmm. 20 minutes in, I called the village. I know, you know, so some of his little zip endings I've been able to figure out. Couldn't, didn't figure this one out. Didn't really try to. I didn't try. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of went along for the ride too. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's got some genuine, it's got a couple scenes of genuine creepiness that, you know, I'll give him credit for. And, you know, in, in this era that we live in of, it seems like every movie seems, or every, I mean, at least half the movie or 70% of the movies are part of a sequel or a franchise or a, uh-huh. some cookie cutter. I mean, I got to give him credit. I mean, he's telling I feel like I'm dumping on the movie more than I should. I mean, he's, it's an original story. Right. And, and how many times have I said to you, Sean, surprise me, show me something I've never seen before. And I've never seen this before. I've never seen this before. So you got to give him points for that. And maybe I should Mm -hmm. just stop pissing and moaning about maybe (laughs) I was hoping the ending would be a little bit better, but I mean, it was, it's, I've never, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anything like this before. And Mm -hmm. You know the the setup was pretty good, and and the uh, there was sort of enough time given. And how long was this movie anyway? Let's let me look. I'm not sure. Uh, pull it up. Pull it up. Yeah. Um. 
there was enough time given. There's a boatload of characters that are in there. I mean, oh, there's yeah. an hour and 48 minutes. So and even an hour and 48 minutes, there's enough time to for you to kind of figure out what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, what's up. I thought the doctor's character mm-hmm. was very fascinating in terms of, you know, the progression of that he showed whenever he was aging. I thought that was very neat. Yes. The way that they did that. So, eh. Yep. This is probably our least detailed view we've ever done before, but we're doing it for your benefit, people. I mean, I know. The, it's his movies. I mean, that's the way it is. Yeah. So, but at least your guy from Hereditary, I don't think he was in it all that long, was he? And, okay. All right. So, one minor complaint about that. Uh, so, our little boy, whose name I don't remember, ages three, four times right. throughout the course of the movie. So, when he's little, he looks like he might be of Indian descent. Okay. <laughs> and I say Indian as in India. Okay. Yes. Um, when he ages again, <laughs> definitely of that same descent. Yes. The next two time he, times he ages, he looks like perhaps he's from a very strong Italian family yes, from Jersey. Yes, exactly. Um, and the father, the mother is clearly Caucasian. Yes. The father is, to me, looked like he could have been Italian a little bit. Maybe. But th- that, if anything got me, it was the fact that they needed to stick with perhaps a certain ethnicity. <laughs> yes. All the actors. Yes. But who am I? Trent. That was the name of the little boy. Mm-hmm. Trent. So, Trent. And Maddox was there. I Maddox, their, yes. Their the daughter. daughter. Anyway. but So, so I mean, we, we either hum and haw for five minutes or we can just call it. I mean, <laughs> okay. Maybe, maybe we should just call it. So, Janet, I'm going to ask good. you, old M. Night Shyamalan 2021 in theaters. Well, is, should I watch that? And what, then I have an, a follow-up question. So. Okay. Um, yes, you should. Yes. Um, points for Mr. Shyamalamala Ramalama Ding Dong. I respect for surprising me, respect mm-hmm. for showing me something I'd never seen, and respect for getting me riled up at the end. Yes. <laughs> which may not rile up everyone, but I've, anyone. Yeah, I've had this discussion with her already, and boy, you should have seen her. Ah, anybody who mad. works in the same industry I work in uh, should be riled up. She was so. mad. I was mad. Okay, uh, Sean. Uh, old 2021 M night Shyamalan in theaters. Should I watch that? You know, my original, my original response was going to be a light. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I mulled on it a little bit more. See, you've been mulling a lot lately. I've been mulling. And I really, what hit me was th- the whole thing about movies being sequels or part of a franchise or, you know, um, part of the, you know, the Disney media machine or something like that. And I thought, you know, this is a movie that really showed me something different that I have not seen before. Mm-hmm. And, and while I was in that moment, while I was in that moment of all those people on the beach, I mean, he really, really, really took me, took me to a place and really made me feel concerned for the people that were on the screen. I mean, I think it was a genuinely scary situation where they really felt like, for a long time that it was completely helpless and, and it was, it was intense. And, and then I got, then I thought, you know, and then I got kind of like kind of meh 
about the ending. And then I got started thinking about Unbreakable and how much I like that movie. And then I think, you know, I went back and forth. And I'm like, no, it was original enough to where I'm going from a light yes to yeah, you should definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's middle of the road for him, but there's a lot bigger crap, as we've talked about on this podcast already, that's made. It is a well-made movie. It's a well-constructed story. It's uh, it, it, it really puts you in the moment, I think. And I think it really bears repeated viewing just to kind of watch the progression of the people that are on the beach again, just to kind of see if you miss anything. Yes. And, and it, you mentioned before about the, the, ca- the weird camera angles. Yeah. And and to me, like when I saw it happening, my first thought was he's allowing you to hear the interaction between the mother and the yeah. father and the children. He's allowing you to say the kids or whatever they are at that point yeah. are like, mom and dad, mom and dad. And the parents are like, I'm sorry, who are you almost? You know, like they yeah. almost, <laughs> I think he, he's allowing you to hear that and feel it without having to see a new face that you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's the daughter cause she's wearing the same color, like little bathing suit. Right. She's calling her mom, but then you finally see her and you're like, Holy crap. <laughs> how did that happen? You know? Yeah. And that's one of the things I'll give credit to the actors that they got to play the kids. Cause, cause mm-hmm. one of the things that's in the movie. And again, this isn't a spoiler. It's in the trailer. The, the body ages, the mind doesn't. Yes. So, you know, when we get Mr. Hereditary popping up, which is what Wolf, <laughs> Alex Wolf, he's, he's an older person, but he still has the mind of his, what, six-year-old, seven-year-old self. Yes. And so the actors that they got to do it, I think they did a pretty good job of, of, of acting like a, um, a, a young person uh, in, in mentally, um, with, yeah. but, but still, you know, having a, 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 a larger aged body. Um but yeah, the good good performance from them, and I think getting that performance out of them is part of part of the director's job mm-hmm. uh, too. So, so yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's not a lot yes for me anymore. I think it's yes. My follow up question to you is: is it, is it worth paying the bucks to see it in a theater, or would you, would you would you wait for it on streaming if it comes on like HBO Max or something like that? I I would um, I would go to the theater and see it. Yeah, I th- I think the beach, the ocean, yeah. some of the views. Um, it's so expansive. It's so, it's beautiful too. Yeah. That I, I would recommend huge movie theaters. Yeah. Screen. And I think some of the camera angle stuff that we talked about, you might miss it a little bit if you watch it on mm-hmm. the television. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's worth, you know, I think I don't, I don't, yeah, don't go in a crowded theater and pay 12 bucks. You know, I always, I'm always a matinee guy. So maybe mm-hmm. a matinee, but yeah. But worth the popcorn, worth the Slurpee. Yeah, totally. Go, go give it a watch. So yeah, upper mid tier, uh, Shyamalan for me. So good for, good for you, M Knight. Keep it going. Making yes. original stuff. I love to see it. Thank you for showing me something I've never seen. Exactly. Much appreciated. All right, folks. Well, that's a four movie podcast. Uh, and, um, well, are we, are we calling cosmic sin a movie? <laughs> Oh, let's see. So how about we did three movies and a waste of time? We can call it that. We can call it that. (laughs) Yes. Um, It's, it's anyway. So if you think you can take away from this, Jolt. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Gunpowder. eh, Uh Maybe, maybe not. Uh, Old. Old. Definitely. Yeah. Cosmic Sin. Just go ahead and give it a thumbs down on Netflix right now. Right. Don't even. 
don't even open it. Just let don't. people know you're dissatisfied. Yes. Yeah. As what, what was it? Michael Clark Duncan said in, in Talladega Nights, don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't, don't you watch that movie. You bet. If I, out, if I find out, don't send me an email that says, you know what, Sean, I just had to watch Cosmic Santa. You were right. <laughs> I'm going to be mad at you. I'm going to be mad at you. Don't, don't you do it. Don't oh, oh. Okay, Ricky Bobby makes me think, help me, Tom Cruise, help, help me. me. What if Tom Cruise had been in Cosmic Sin instead of Bruce Willis? I don't think there is an actor living or dead or has been born yet that could have done anything <laughs> to make that cosmic piece of dog doo-doo. I was, oh. oh, they should call it Cosmic Shit. Uh, yes, that's yeah, what I'm okay. Saying. I'll that's, just say it. Yep, yep, yep. Exactly. I, hey, <laughs> I said watch Thunder Force twice before you watch that movie. And if that tells you anything, yeah, man, go watch Die Hard. You want to watch some Bruce Willis? You want to get your Bruce Willis in? Uh-huh. Watch Die Hard. Just go watch Die Hard again. It's a Christmas and movie. Don't ever let anybody tell you differently. It's a Christmas movie. And the Netflix special that we, or the Netflix series that we talked about, uh, the uh-huh. movies that made us. Yes. Watch Die Hard and then watch the segment on that. Yes. Because everybody was fighting to keep Bruce Willis from being the main character. Right. They didn't want him. He he was just like a, a laugh on TV and nobody wanted him to be an action hero. And look where we are now. Yes. And we're on season two of that show. And that may or may not be reviewed on a podcast in the future. Yeah. Really good. Uh, really really good. good. Okay. All right, well, folks, we're going to wrap it up. Uh, Mm -hmm. Thanks you so, so, so much for listening again. Remember, we're on the Twitter. It's Should I Watch TH2. Should I Watch TH2. Uh We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And our email address is shouldiwatchthat21 at gmail.com. Let us know what you think of these movies, except for (laughs) Cosmic Sin, which you will not watch. Hey, and if you know us personally, like send us a text and then to which we'll respond to you. No, no. Put it on social media to help grow our listening audience. Yes. Yes. So there. Do that. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends. But again, thank you so much for listening, everybody. And we will talk to you later with more, more wonderful stuff. Thank you so much, guys. Because we love you. We love you. Talk to you later. Bye.